Hi, I'm Lee Willis. And I'm Angeline Denny. And you're listening to the SCC Family Ministry Podcast. Today's topic is the impact of a parent's words. Maybe you've heard, and you probably have heard, the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Uh, But I think we know, after uh, lots of experience, that that's not necessarily true. Um, And the Bible tells us um, in Proverbs 18.21, it says the tongue has uh, the power of life and death. Um, Also in Proverbs 12.18, it tells us that the words of the reckless pierce like swords, uh, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. And James 3 tells us that something as small as the tongue is like a ship's rudder or a bit in a horse's mouth, and it can do big things despite the small size. So we're really wise to pay attention to uh, the statements that we make um, about our children and, um, and to our children. And that's not just as parents, though, really as relatives and teachers and leaders and friends. Our words will influence what a child thinks about themselves. So, um, and it not only applies to what we say to kids, but what we say about them in their presence. Um, in fact, a lot of times our indirect comments, the things that we say around them, make a greater impact on what a child um, thinks about themselves than what we realize. Um, because long before a child can um, describe themselves, they're able to, to really sense what other people that are close to them are thinking about them and saying about them. Um, and our words influence uh, their personality by creating in their minds this positive or negative awareness of, of who they are. Um, and so the words that we say are likely going to play like this repeating message in their lives and in their minds, even as an adult. Um, the, uh, there's this example of a, a four-year-old child that was left in the care of his grandparents for a week while the parents were on vacation. And um, it was a challenging week, and there were often occasions when uh, firm boundaries needed to be set and discipline was needed. And all week throughout the activities of meals and walks and bath time and bedtime, the grandparents constantly said, you are such a joy. And so when the parents returned and came to pick him up, this little four-year-old whispers in his grandmother's ear, tell them I was such a joy. So words can provide a description of what a child is today, as well as give him an idea of what he can be in the future. Yeah, and that's so good. I mean, let's be honest, anytime a kid gets encouragement, right, even a student kid, it's like a whole nother level of excitement, right? Right. And so here's what we're going to do now. We're going to give you an opportunity to hear some following comments that a parent might say to either influence a child into obedience or into disobedience. And what we say and do can affect a kiddo that way. Because in honesty, what we say reinforces something. And it might not always be what we were actually hoping, to be Mm -hmm. honest. And some of it we have to watch because of our own attitudes, our own heart. And that can influence our kids, too. And then in a little bit, we'll give you some reminders as well to be helpful uh, tools in the future and going forward. But let's hear these. The first would be this. This child is driving me crazy. Yeah? I think any of us have probably said that at some point, right? But Or we could say this. He is a constant helper to me. 
Another way we can look at things is say, she is so cute when she is bad that I can't even resist her. She just talks me out of a punishment. And that's where my wife teases me and says it's a good thing we don't have a girl right now because I'd probably live that one out. Or we can say, her thank yous please her daddy. And then the final example is my son is strong-willed. He will not obey anyone unless he is in the mood to do so. Or we can say he is learning that strong young men can actually obey quickly. So we can see how what we say um, is going to be important about um, in helping a child uh, feel and act a certain way. So we want to give you some reminders. And this first one is just kind of an example of what Lee just talked about. Speak in a positive way to and about your child. So when you have something that you need to address, how can you frame it in a way that is going to encourage your child to have an obedient response? Um, and, uh, and, and also separating um, behavior and, and personality traits. So rather than saying things like, you're stubborn, or she's so stubborn, or she's so selfish, um, really separating and talking about, you know, hey, I, you know, it's, it's hard to share sometimes um, because you're afraid that your toy might get broken. But, um, but you shared yesterday, and that was so great to see, and I'm so proud of you, and, and that was such a good time. You had such a good time. So let's try to share today, and let's see what happens. Yeah, another thing we can do is be generous and offering encouragement. Using praise as our first option whenever possible actually can stifle critical statements. And that's a big, important thing. Sometimes we're going to have to say the hard thing. But sometimes we have to have to help them see that there is good in them and it's not all bad. Any kid that gets all bad is going to believe they're all bad. And so we have to be careful with that. And so we need to model for our children how to discern the good and at the same time speak truth and love. Sometimes you have to have a conversation with somebody about uh, some issues you're having with the child's behavior. Don't do that in front of the child. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have a confidential setting and, um, and be aware that your kid could, even though they're in their bedroom behind a closed door, they could have the door cracked in the ear to the door. So making sure that you're having those confidential um, discussions in a setting outside of your child's uh, line of hearing. Yeah, we also want to avoid retelling uh, what we would call disastrous or embarrassing events involving your child. People don't need to hear all this stuff. And honestly, in a social media world now that we're in, it's easy to do that. And it's easy to talk about people. And and some of it could be funny and honesty, but to our kid, it's not funny. And so we have to be very careful what we share. Yeah, yeah, I can... (laughs) There was a a situation for me when I was a kid. It was something that was humiliating to me. But looking back, it really was hilarious and cute. But until I got to a certain age, I was not Mm -hmm. able to see it as hilarious and cute. And, And so, yeah, just giving that child the ability to, you know, decide when is it okay to share that story. Um, next we're looking at whenever possible, Correct your uh, or punish your child in private. Um, humiliation is not beneficial. We are, you know, humiliation is never uh, appropriate for corrective 
behavior. So, um, so do that in private whenever possible. Yeah, and we also want to regularly, I can't even say that word, regularly <laughs> affirm your child's good efforts and godly characteristics. Looking at them and seeing the good in them is important. Even if they've done actually something wrong, we still want them to see the good in themselves as we're saying stuff. It goes back to that whole speaking truth and love, you know, and not demolishing a kid. Yep. Now, here's a, another difficult one. Um, being around family members, uh, friends, sometimes they're the ones that are going to be saying things that are out of line. So we need to uh, carefully and cautiously uh, approach them about those types of things. Uh, you know, step aside with them and say, hey, uh, we're really working on this. We're really wanting to protect uh, our child's um, uh, um, you know, heart. And so would you help us in doing that um, by, by framing uh, you know, your words carefully? Mm. Yeah, another one is give inspiration by expressing valuable but realistic goals for your child to achieve. So my oldest, he loves sports, especially baseball. And right now he wants to learn how to switch it. And we're working with a coach to help him learn that. But I've also talked to him and the coach that after a small season here of this, if there doesn't seem like there's progress or it's it's any help to him, then we need just to go back and focus on the other things. And that's hard for my son to hear because he's already got in his mind what he wants to be. And I want to help him be that, but I also have to help him realize there's reality too. And we don't want to just push him in a direction that's going to be actually harmful possibly than helpful. And even my youngest, he loves animals and he wants to go to the University of Florida, he decided already. Um, <laughs> and work with manatees his favorite animal and we love that and we're encouraging that but we've also told him already at the age of six like as you get older you're going to have to do good in school then and get good grades and hopefully get some scholarships because mm -hmm. if we can help you go we want to help you go but there's also reality of money and some other things that you'll have to walk into to help you do that so encourage your kids folks help them be who they are especially right now that's probably going to change and yeah. might change yeah. uh, in all honesty but at least encourage them in that right now but also be real with them too at the same time mm -hmm. we also want to commend the positive social traits and spiritual traits uh, that we observe in our kids um, there's a management um, technique it's just it's called catch them doing something right and comment on it. Because often we catch our kids doing things that are not good uh, and we comment on those things. But how often when they're being quiet and respectful do we say, hey, you're being so quiet and respectful. Or, hey, you picked up your shoes and you put them in the closet today. We tend to notice when they don't do something uh, rather than when they do. So uh, just taking that time out to make sure that we're pointing out the things that, that are going right. Yeah, and one of the big things for me, and I'm learning this in a book I've been reading lately, is it's about our heart. I mean, we know that from the Bible, that in the end it's about our heart and our heart posture. And it even goes with our kids. So the next one's refrain from praising only physical qualities and attributes. Yeah. We want to make sure our kids know we, we think highly of them in that way. But man, what's more important is their heart and who they are and who they're becoming. Yes. And then next, uh, with teachers. Um, a lot of times we go to teachers at school or, or wherever and we 
tend to be problem focused, um, but make sure that we're also sharing and that more often we are sharing the child's um, pleasing traits, uh, the behavior patterns that are, are, are strong and good, um, and, uh, and, and relate those to your teacher. You would be amazed at how much of a difference it is for you to go in and share those positive traits before they even meet your child. You can affect how the teacher views your kid mm. before they even meet them. Yeah. And finally, we want to be in prayer as parents, not only for our kids, but for ourselves. And one of the things we can be praying for for ourselves is that we recall the good things to say about our kids, but also God would give us the grace to forget the bad. And so we're not stewing on that or going back to that or using that in the future against them or whatever. And so let's use that as a time of prayer for our own hearts and heads when it comes to our kids. Mm-hmm. So in just the wrap up, these things as we do these things this will be such a a never-ending gift to our children because it will follow them through their lives through the things that they try they will hear these positive things playing in their heads um, and it will spur them on to good things Um, and and also it will hopefully model for them to also speak in that way to others Um, So this will be a generational thing. So as you train your child to respond in obedience to you, may your words increasingly reflect the words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm. Amen. Hey, we love you guys. That's why we do this, and we're here to hopefully help you in these ways. You can always email us at lee at shelbychurch.org or angeline at shelbychurch.org to reach out and set up a time with us or whatever we can do to help you. You can also go on our website, insidescc.org families. That has a lot of resources at the bottom of that page to help you learn more about your kid, how to grow with your kid, all those things. And again, we want to thank BSF for these tools this year for the podcast. We'll talk to you guys next time.